Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy. In spite of all our communication technology, no invention is as effective as the sound of the human voice. When we hear the human voice, we instinctively want to listen in the hopes of understanding it. Even when the speaker is searching for the right words to say, that's because the human voice resonates differently from everything else in the world. This is the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. Listen in on candid conversations with creative entrepreneurs and insanely interesting people. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this. You're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember, folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. All right, everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of uh, the Unmistakable Creative Backstage. I am here with my co-host, Greg Hartle, who is back from his uh, mini sick leave. So how are you doing, Greg? <laughs> uh, much, much, much better, yeah. So last week we had to cancel, or I had to cancel, because uh, I, I really thought I was on the verge of... Uh, uh, death by cough. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, this week feeling much better. In fact, just overall, just feeling much, much, this is probably the best today is probably the best I've felt since October of last year. Wow. Uh, which is pretty remarkable when you think about it. So, uh, so yeah, I'm feeling good, ready to roll. Let's do this. All right. Awesome. Well, it's good to have you back. I'm sure that people, you know, people even asked, you know, wrote in and said, Hey, is Greg okay? So, you know, good to know that everybody cares about you. Yeah, so you know, I really do appreciate that, and I've I've learned a lot about that lately, and I've actually had a few moments of awareness that people have pointed that out to me, uh, and it actually was triggered by you uh, when when I wasn't responding to you, you you went as far as calling my doctor, uh, <laughs> and then and then when I finally did respond to you, I remember you said. Uh, you, you said, well, the last time, the last time I lost track of you, I ended, you ended up uh, contacting me from the hospitals. So I was concerned. So, uh, but what was interesting about that is, you know, I was talking to a couple of friends on two different occasions and I was like, yeah, people are like trying to track me down. Uh, cause I had a really bad spell there where I wasn't, I didn't answer to anybody. I was just out cold, mm -hmm. you know, and not moving from bed. So basically I missed every appointment and I didn't respond to anybody's emails or text messages or any, I didn't even see them. I didn't check my phone <laughs> or anything. Like I was done, you know? And, uh, 
but when I talked to a couple of friends about it, they were like, well, isn't that cool that you have that many people in your life that love you? And I was like, whoa, you know, that's kind of a big deal. So it was, uh, it was a good, it was a good, uh, awareness for me. So yeah, I appreciate all the support from all the listeners too. Cool. Well, let's, uh, speaking of listeners, let's get into their feedback uh, a little bit on, you know, on our, our debate about feeding the ecosystem, which was, you know, the first time we actually disagreed on the air, which was kind of entertaining. Uh, so <laughs> this actually comes from Michael in Israel. He says, Greg, if you play back the podcast, I think you left out one important thing. No artist, even one widely acknowledged as exceptional, is owed a living. Even so, any creator is owed his asking price from people who take his original work, downloading slash taking without paying the price is theft. Uh, you know, it's interesting because he had a whole other thing about, you know, the, the laws around all of this and piracy laws in, in Israel. Uh, what do you think about that, Greg? Actually, I think I'm in agreement. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. And I think that was, you know, um, you know, I think a lot of times it's more about clarity around what the actual uh, argument is or position is, mm-hmm. because I'm of the position that every artist should be paid what they're worth if they're operating under a capitalist system and a market system and they want to participate in that. I absolutely think that. I've actually never pirated anything in my entire life, and I'm fully happy to pay for everything and have and always will. Um, And so I'm in agreement with that. My argument was – my position was that if no one paid for your art, as an artist, you will still create. Mm -hmm. And if I understood you correctly, Srini, you made the claim that if – no one pays for your art. You can't continue to make art. And I was just saying that I think artists will always create. It's just born into them Mm -hmm. and it's part of their nature. So whether they participate in a marketplace or not, whether anyone buys for them or not, they will not stop creating. And that was really the point I was making. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because that makes a perfect setup for for you know Sharice. She wrote it and she said, you know, free art ain't going nowhere. But what's going to happen is that creatives will become more skilled entrepreneurs, and entrepreneurs yes. will create new business services designed to help creatives make money with their art. She's she's spot on in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's that's pretty solid. Uh, let's see, who else do we got here? Amber wrote in and she said, you know, we need to go further and talk about what artists put in the world and the idea of value and value being money, but also so much more. Ooh. For example, yeah. the people that listen to your podcast are oftentimes inspired to go and create something of value themselves, and that can keep trickling down the line and likely you know, to return to you at some point in a monetary way or in another form of value, and, and that's from Amber. And you know, I, I actually really like that, that, uh, that feedback because I, I was talking to somebody today about you know, what, what it is that we do here, and, and you know, this is something that really uh, you know, I've learned from you as well when we talked about 10LAP is, is sort of the ripple effect of a yeah. project. Uh, and I think that's what she's talking about. Like, you know, I mean, thousands of people around the world here, listen, I mean, and my hope is that, you know, whoever is changed as a byproduct of this, they go out and they change other people's lives. And so there's, there's, you know, it continues like it, it, it's the legacy of it. The ripple lives on after I'm gone is the idea. Yeah. yeah and that's a form of currency that, that, um, inspires people to create. Right. So that is in fact a form of payment. I mean, I spent three years of my life, the last three years, not making a dollar, uh, uh, from the individuals that I worked with, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, I, I, if you added up the hours, it's, it's quite a lot. 
um, you know, in, in spending my personal time in the last three years helping people with their ideas and helping people create. And, and uh, all the creations I did in the last three years, I didn't charge a single dollar for. And I was perfectly happy with that. And that's kind of, I guess, why I had that position two weeks ago anyway, was mm-hmm. that, you know, no one paid me a single dollar. And yet I could not have been more happy to continue to create. Mm-hmm. And, and because the form of currency for me was watching them create as a result and watching them experience the things that they want to experience. And that's, you know, that level of fulfillment. Now, that's not to say that we all don't have to pay our bills in some respects. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that want to create art to get paid for it, but there's also more than one form of way of getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. So here's one last piece of uh, listener feedback. And this is from Allison. And it's interesting because she, she's bringing up our, our Renaissance person conversation. She, Among creatives and entrepreneurs, I see the shift happening where a craft is being framed around a problem to be solved. Often this looks like a collection of skills combined with expertise, perspective and or purpose. I do believe that the future is a modern version of the Renaissance man slash lady. We're just a little bit ahead of our times. The challenge with that, of course, is that society is not currently designed for a Renaissance approach, which that that's actually a pretty, pretty, uh, you know, interesting observation. No, and it's it's a very sophisticated one. And, um, you know, there's a lot of deep angles there. But I, I would tend to agree with that. And and. I think it's uh, you know it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think over the next ten years, as as we kind of unfold here with the adoption of technology and in the breakdown of barriers and the ability to create from scratch, uh, will only continue to improve and more people will have access to it, and and we'll see the result of of the ability to switch gears, to change careers, to move into other endeavors more quickly and start things more often. And, and we'll see what the consequences of that are. Will, will that create more opportunity or will that create just more uh, generic stuff? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think that, you know, speaking of technology, uh, that, that makes a perfect setup to talk about what we want to get into today, which is uh, something that's been on my mind uh, quite a bit lately as I've you know, become obsessed with you know, pen and paper and my moleskins and you know, freaking out when I leave them somewhere. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, you know, I, I nearly had a, a breakdown because I left a moleskin at our, our venue for our event, and luckily the guy had it there when I went back the other day. Uh, but you know, I wrote an article on Medium titled "The, the Virtues of Pen and Paper," uh, a, you know, which was basically a case for going analog in a digital world. And you know, I, I'm at—I've I've sort of come to the conclusion that you know, technology is amazing. I mean, I've always said, you know, the the gap between creativity and technology is narrower than it's ever been, and and it's giving us all these opportunities. And yet, the more you know, I, I go down this path, and the more I create work, and the more I write, the more I am starting to see that there may be a diminishing return to technology as a tool to facilitate creativity. Um, you know, I, I think that, that there's a certain point at which it actually starts to hinder our creativity. Uh, you know, I mean, I I got to the point a few weeks ago where I was with a friend and I had to delete the e- all the email apps from my phone and it took about three days to reduce my anxiety level back to like a, a normal standard thing. Like I had probably pressed the button 10 times because I was so worried about what was going on in my inbox. I mean, and that's, that's kind of an aside, but it, I think that the, the, you know, of course, you know, when your mind is filled with that, how can you be creative? And yet when I sit down at a blank page in the morning, uh, you know, I think I've mentioned, you know, I have a whole new ritual now 
where I, I set this room up, the room that I'm in right now, uh, you know, like, like an operating room, like a surgeon sets up his room the, the day before an operation. I come in here, and the first thing I do before I go to sleep at night is I make sure there's not a single piece of technology in this room. Mm. And all that's in here is pen and paper and books. And, you know, I am finding this to be much more therapeutic as a creative process. Um, and I'm finding that I'm much more creative. I'm having more insights than I've ever had. And, you know, the, the, I think I'm hearing the sound of my own voice in a very different way than I ever mm-hmm. have. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you know, my position on technology just in general, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still a book reader and, uh, I don't check email. I check email. I don't know, once a day maximum, I could care less about my phone. Um, you know, so for me personally, technology is just not that interesting, uh, from that perspective in my day to day life yet, you know, the first business I ever built was a, uh, the, the first business I ever founded was a telecommunications company, and I own three technology-driven companies right now. You know, um, you know, I'm I'm part of the development team of two different apps, and so it's not that I don't like technology. It's that for me personally, I don't leverage it to that degree. Um, you know, from a social network standpoint, uh, it's been you know, quite some time since I've updated any sort of social network other than if it's specific to a project or business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's just my general opinion, you know, for, for, for me personally. But I think in the bigger sense, what you're saying here, it, it, it's not just technology. It applies to everything in life, which is there's always a point of diminishing returns. I mean, exercise is no different. Focusing on your you know, diet and nutrition is no different. You, you know, when you become obsessive about something, it's usually not healthy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it moves beyond the level of healthiness. It's just that technology, um, by and large, has habit-building um, aspects to it on purpose. Mm-hmm. So – you know, look, you know, computer programmers are not stupid people. These are incredibly intelligent individuals who study the science behind it. Um, you know, and, and, and we do too in my businesses that are technology focused. I mean, we study uh, habit loops and habit, habit patterns. We want you to develop the habit to continuously come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how our business survives. So that is no different than any sort of social network or any sort of app or anything else. If it's done well, it's done to make you addicted to it. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that part, you know, is a serious aspect of it. There's a lot of science behind that. And what happens is, of course, is it be, you become addicted to it and it becomes to start to control you instead of you it. And, uh, and that's what you're seeing personally play out in your life is you were being controlled by those technologies and now you're starting to take that control back. And through that process, you're freeing up the psychic energy within yourself to instead of being controlled, instead of having that psychic energy be controlled by it, you are controlling that psychic energy and, and leveraging it and and facilitating where that energy goes now and that energy happens for you to be put into your writing and other creative endeavors which is causing you to produce better work life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com mother's day is around the corner 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this, you're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that there, there's no question. I think that you're you're right about the uh, the addictive nature of these things. I mean, even I think there's been a lot of work done around sort of the how a reward center in the brain works, right? And like you, even like something as simple as getting a like on Facebook produces a dopamine rush of some sort. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and so it just becomes addictive, or or getting messages from somebody. And yet, you know, I think that what what is happening here is that the noise of all of that just starts to fill our lives and it gets to a point like it's great when you start out because it's like, hey, cool, I can share all this stuff. I can put it out into the world. And, and then, you know, next thing you know, like you said, it starts to control you instead of you controlling it. And uh, it yeah. just well, use those. I mean. Like anything, you have to use those tools to serve you, not sabotage you. I mean, a, a knife can be used to spread butter on a piece of bread, or it can be used to kill someone, right? Right. So it's a tool. It's how you personally use that tool that matters most. And so I don't think that 
it's technology's fault. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's the app's fault. I don't think it's the app developer's fault. You know, I, I think it's our responsibility as a citizen of that technology to use it in a way that serves us, not sabotages us. Now, that's not easy. You know, that's really easy for me to say. That's not easy <laughs> right. to do, right? So you have to be aware of that. You have to do things like go on digital detoxes. You have to do, you know, put in systems and, and other things in place, or like in your case, you know, delete apps from your phone or whatever on occasion. But, you know, it doesn't mean you have to swing from one you know, one side to the other, there, there's a happy medium in there as well. I mean, there's times to use technology and there's times not to use technology, um, you know, that, that serves you. But I think what's, what's fascinating to me is it's, it's all about clutter in mm -hmm. my mind. It's, it's all about clutter of the mind. And when you free up that energy to be used for your creativity, it's amazing what you can create, but it's very hard to free up that energy when you have so many things coming at you and so many distractions in your way. You don't have the opportunity to free up that that energy, which is why me personally, that's why that's why I don't um, adopt a lot of technologies that other people do. It's not that I don't know about them. It's not that I don't appreciate them. It's not that I don't leverage them in business. Uh, but I just personally don't do that so that I can keep my mind clear as often as possible. Yeah, that that's actually really interesting. You know, it's funny because uh, like I've noticed for sure, like when you start the when you start to delete stuff and you start to clear clutter. I mean, even if you listen to our, our guest from earlier this week, Stephen Kotler, who talked about the neuroscience of flow. And, you know, when he got really sick with Lyme disease, he said, he, I said, you know, what is the secret to, he said, really, it comes down to narrowing everything down to the four or five most important things in your life and doing only those things. He said, you'll be yeah. amazed what happens in your life when you're willing to do that. And it's funny, I love that you said there's a happy medium because earlier today, you know, when I knew we were going to talk about this, I was doing research on uh, Ted Kaczynski. Uh, and I was like, so, you know, basically you're saying there's a happy medium. What, what Greg is saying is you don't need to become the next Unabomber. And that's not what we're, we're advocating here. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it, it was it was really interesting to read that and think, huh, I wonder what like, apparently he wrote a manifesto. I'm very curious about this guy's work now. I mean, I think he took it to an extreme and he was insane. But, you know, to me, there's there is something I think it's, it's a bit strange that we have reached a point where we needed a digital detox like that. Wor that that worries me. I think that we're I think we're, See, I, we're playing with I, dangerous territory. No, see, I disagree. I disagree. See, I, I think that that's what tends to, we're so short-sighted, that's what tends to happen, right? So in, in my opinion, I, I think if you need a digital detox, it's not, it's not a problem. Just, you know, it's a digital detox. And, and I don't think that's any different than needing uh, a body detox. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you're, if you're running rampant all the time and you're in a, uh, you know, in an environment that's filled with toxins and other things, your body needs a detox. It's, you, you don't not live in New York city because it, you know, or LA because it has pollution. You just do the things you need to do to live in LA and still have a thriving body and still have a thriving mind. Like I don't, I, I think that we tend to take such extreme we, – we think of those things as extremes instead of those things as just a part of life. Mm -hmm. So a part of life is to take a digital detox. It, it's not a, oh my god, I'm desperate. I have to take a digital detox. <laughs> it's build that into your life yeah. and then it's not a big deal. And see, I think that that's what happens is, is, is we, we become so short-sighted and we, and we think things have to be drastic like that instead of just that's a part of life. A part of life is we're digitally connected all the time. So another part of life is take breaks from it. Mm -hmm. 
And really, it can be quite that simple. Yeah. Well, now that you've put it that way, as you were saying that, I was thinking, okay, you know what? The the detox doesn't have to be the detox camp that they have. It's make this a part of your daily life. And and it's true. I mean, I, I've started taking long walks. And as I was thinking about this, I thought, you know, this is something I need to do daily. I really should just do this daily. I think that, I, like, I will tell you, the most creative time I have is the time when I am not connected to technology. Yeah, that's because you're freeing up that psychic energy. And, and, and that's the, been the case for myself as well. So every day I sit in a dark room by myself doing nothing and that room, you know, has no technology in it or nothing on. And that makes a huge difference for me in terms of my creativity. And so I, I just build that in. It's not a big deal. I don't need to make it a big deal. Like, oh my God, I have to do this. It's just a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the difference, I think, because once it becomes just part of your routine and part of your life, then it, then it doesn't reach those levels of extreme that you were talking about earlier, where if you delete an app from your phone, you can't handle yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you want to check it all the time. And it, you know, it, it's about, it's about uh, managing that and controlling that so it doesn't control you. Yeah, you know, I think that you you'll get to a certain point where you you realize that okay, you know what, I need to do something about this, and I I think that you're right. I mean, I think that once you get into the routine, it just becomes part of your daily life. It's, you know, I think that it was Danny Shapiro who we had here a while back that you know convinced me of the virtues. You know, I remember she specific. I, I asked her about this idea of you know in her book she says fill your ears with the music of good sentences, and I said you know so how do you suggest I do that? And she said by not starting the day in front of the computer. Yeah, and I thought. Yeah. that's actually quite profound. So, and you know, that was the, that for me, that was the case for getting back to reading physical books again. Like now I'm actually getting books in the mail and I'm realizing this is actually kind of nice. You read slower. And even when you write by hand, like you write slower. Like, I think there is something very different about the way you slow down in these processes. Well, I think for just a personal observation on my, my end, by the way, I'm really curious to hear what the uh, listeners have to think of this. If, if we've reached an extreme level of, you know, digital connection, that it's actually hurting our creativity and hurting our processes, or if people think it's no big deal, or, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know what the listeners think, if, if all of us need to go on a massive digital detox <laughs> boot camp or whatever. Um, well, then so, nobody would know, be listening, Greg, if we did that, that'd be a yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, I know. So don't go that extreme. <laughs> then, then we couldn't pay our bills. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious because this is a, a topic, you know, this has obviously been a topic of conversation over the last couple of years, um, especially with the uh, adoption, you know, rate of social media and social networks, you know, but I, I remember seeing a photo, somebody posted a photo recently of, of a um, train car, a, you know, it was like a commuter train, probably in New York City on the way into Manhattan. And everybody had a newspaper up in front of their face and nobody was talking to each other, right? And so it was kind of like, you know, 50 years ago version of today where everyone has their phone up to their face and no one's talking to each other. And that's what I mean is sometimes I think we we get short-sighted about this. We act as if like we're so different today than we were 50 years ago when we're really not. Our behaviors are very much similar. We're just doing different things. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious to know what the listeners think. So write in unmistakablecreative.com slash contact very, very interested in that. But a personal observation in you, Srini, is I think what's happening is it's allowing you to slow down a bit because you're such a, you run at such a a fast pace um, (laughs) and, and your tempo is so quick. And I think that the, you know, digital technologies that you've been uh, adopting over the recent years has actually accelerated that for you to the point where you've, your mind has become noisy. Mm -hmm. 
And now you're adopting processes that slow that down. And through the process of slowing that down, you're starting to tap into different angles of your creativity that you weren't before. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, that's a pretty accurate observation. It's funny because as as you were talking about this, you know, if, for those of you guys who haven't seen uh, our Facebook page, um, Sarah Steenland is doing some pretty clever illustrations yeah. uh, that are that are like a social commentary on a lot of it. And I think one of the really funny ones is uh, it's one of her basically sitting at the computer saying, "Oh my God, I got all this work done." Uh, and then, you know, she pretends to be like, you know, taking a break and 10 minutes later, she's back at her laptop. Yeah. Yeah. No, those drawings are great, by the way. I mean, that that Facebook page is starting to get pretty fun and clever, you know, yeah. with all those pictures. But yeah, I mean, it, it look, technology is here to stay. We know that for sure. And it's only going to be a, a bigger part of our lives. And so the question becomes is what do we do about it? How, how do we make sure that we can tap into our creative energy? How do we make sure that our mind doesn't become so cluttered that we're not producing and instead we're just consuming? Um, it's an interesting question, you know, mm-hmm. and one that I'd love to hear everyone's thoughts about. Yeah, well, uh, definitely write in at unmistakablecreative.com slash contact. Uh, let's review our iTunes reviews, Greg, and then we'll close everything up. Uh, Brandon Barnett writes in, says, you're not alone. Srini knows how to get to the heart of the matter. This podcast celebrates the individual while reminding the listeners that we are not alone. Uh, as a Nashville-based songwriter, I can assure you this is not just for bloggers. Well, thank nice. you for that. That is awesome. We're happy to hear that we are getting uh, you know people who are songwriters listening to us. That's awesome. Uh, the, yeah, and here's another one, uh, Scrappy D. Cody, eminative, cr- eminent creative essence. This team is an example of how to rebrand and relaunch successfully. They popped the bubble and created fresh air. New website is awesome. Content is relevant, candid, smart, and brings me back. Nice, nice. Well, that's uh, Scrappy D. Cody. I don't know who, uh, <laughs> whose name that is. I, pre- I really appreciate that because you know how scary it is to change the brand like that? Oh, man, it's, it's unnerving. So it's good to hear that kind of feedback. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, especially you know after five years of going in one direction. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here is another one by I Love, I Love This App is the username. Wow, where do I start? Well, for those of you who don't know, Srinivas Rao, the founder of Blogcast FM, while uh, Blogcast FM was an amazing podcast in its own right, focusing mainly on the world of blogging, what it has morphed into with the unmistakable creatives is leaps and bounds ahead of its predecessor. Nice. What we have now is a podcast that trumps many others in creativity, but has the same depth, intelligence, and voice that was Blogcast FM. Wow. <laughs> it's Wow. What do you say to that? Jeez. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. That's amazing. Uh, Addie K. Martin, who has been one of our longtime listeners, I've been learning so much from the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. I've been a devoted listener for about a year and have gained so much insight from the interviews. I feel like I get more from these shows than any other source that I rely on, uh, learning more about growing and being better at what I do. I can see how thinking approach to work is fundamentally shifting for the better. I'm grateful for the compass. Well, I love that. Yeah, that's great. I've actually met her in person. She's an awesome person. That's right. She's in New Orleans. Well, shout out to Addie yep. and then uh, Tammy Strobel, who actually was one of our guests before, wrote in, the, unmist- saying, the Unmistakable Creative Podcast is the only podcast that I listen to consistently. I love the interviews and stories. Hearing other stories makes me feel less alone, inspired to keep creating. So... Love those Very reviews. Cool. You guys are, are amazing. I mean, that, that, that may be some of the most stellar reviews we've received in quite some time. Yeah, well, I mean, they just keep getting better and better and better. I mean, people people are really writing in. People are loving it, and, you know, it inspires us to keep going and keep building and keep making it better. Although, I mean, that part, 
I'm sure drives you crazy at times when I'm constantly like, I think we can do better. But, uh, but you know, it, it, th- these kinds of things inspire us to do better and, and uh, hopefully it's paying off. Yeah. And, uh, you know, keep those reviews coming. As we've mentioned to you guys before, they make a huge difference on our ability to find sponsors and also to keep growing the show. Uh, you know, the more you write reviews, the more people find out about us, the bigger that we can, you know, get in terms of bringing you guys high profile guests and really cool and interesting people. So, uh, keep those coming and we'll talk to you guys next Friday. Thanks for listening in on another candid conversation at the unmistakable creative embrace your inner misfit. Express your creative voice. And remember, the goal isn't to live forever, but to create something that will. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World, and this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration 
into the human skills that AI can't touch, the skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy.